the IBM Cloud Podcast, coming to you every show with information about new capabilities and releases. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the IBM Cloud Podcast. We are hosts from the offerings team here at IBM Cloud. My name is Ian Lynch. And this is Steve Choquette. And today, guys, we're joined by Sri Rathan Singha, the Director of Offering Management for the Client Technical Engagement. And not to mention, we're also joined by Tony Efromanko, who is also an architect from the IBM Cloud Garage. Guys, you are very, very welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having us. Glad you guys are both here as well. So I'm going to ask the first question. So, uh, and, and I'm going to let you guys kind of wing it as to who gets to answer it, but how has the way that people change apps for the cloud changed over the last two or three years? I mean, has it been a big, significant change, or are we still doing it the way we did five years ago? Hey, uh, Steve, you know, it has changed very significantly. And what we see are a few trends. The business trends are, number one, that enterprises want to be able to do software development faster. The days of taking months and months and years to get something out the door uh, are long gone because they have to be able to respond to industry and client needs and be able to do that quickly. The second trend that we see is we really want to be able to enhance applications that are being built using cloud services and have those applications, moreover, have the flexibility to be able to run on multiple clouds. The third trend is that if we look in organizations, it is very frequently the line of business, the innovation teams, the marketing teams, and others that are providing the charter and sponsorship for these applications. So when we take all of these trends together, what we see is that clients really want a way to get applications to market quickly and be able to test in the market new ideas rapidly without a huge upfront investment until they know, does this meet the market need? So, Shri, staying on the topic of trends, right, one of the other, maybe it's not a trend, it's maybe you've just hit the jackpot, but you see so many of these startups coming and bringing billions in their IPOs, and most of these are building new cloud-native applications. But more and more recently, I've seen I've seen cloud-enabled. So what's really the difference between cloud-enabled and cloud-native? Is it really making a difference? It, 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 it is. And a couple of things. A cloud-native application is the notion of I take an application, I build it from the ground up, or I modernize an existing legacy application so that over time I re-architect it as microservices, which are independently deployable, scalable components so that I can run in the cloud, I can run on containers in a way that my application, my microservice can be deployed and updated independently to meet that need of that rapid speed of change, Ian. So when we take an application, we either build it from the ground up or re-architect incrementally an existing application as microservices, enable it 
with DevOps, continuous integration, continuous delivery, then we build to cloud native. Cloud enabling is a related but slightly different concept where we take an existing application and incrementally we enhance it to make use of cloud services so that we can, for example, integrate uh, data sources that we may have in our enterprise, pull in data from other cloud services such as weather or get feedback and information from IoT devices that we might have out there. We make use of those services, which is a pull. We can also expose our existing systems of record services as APIs that can then be called from other services. So both of these in basically exposing what we've got so that other cloud services can call it and making use of other cloud services are involved in cloud enabling for added business value and functionality. So let's talk a little bit about more on the technical side of it then. I guess the question is probably more to Tony, but I've spent a lot of time around the design labs and you hear all these buzzwords all the time, Tony, is like MVPs, playback zeros, agile, but is building every application so much different that they all kind of follow the same methodologies or how is it really done? Well, you know, the, the, the cloud garage method is how we approach it these days, because what we really are interested in is to serve the business well. You know, Sri did a really great summary of how the, the apps are serving the business. And so the speed and the, the uh, flexibility that we have to bring so that we meet changing business requirements. So what we do it is in a more agile way. And agile isn't new, but some of the concepts of the cloud garage are where you do things, for example, like write the tests that you're trying to prove from a negative and a positive on the business hypothesis. You actually write the test first and then build the application development. Um, you know, the, the, the languages that we use have evolved so that you, you can do things really quickly. I mean, we can usually have a pretty good idea of what the app is gonna look like after the first uh, or second sprints. So th there, there is a um, a new approach, and we do have it, you know, well described on our on our websites of exactly how these things work. But you put that together and add in an element of things like paired programming, where you're basically sharing and, and transferring knowledge among your team on a direct two people working on a problem kind of way. And then you add in, you know, design thinking, where you're looking at the overall design of the of the solution first. It really adds up and it makes a big difference for our clients. And they're, I mean, usually uh, amazed at the speed that they can get to the answer that they want. Uh, you know, that's interesting. I was thinking of what you said about writing the test first and how centuries back when I was a program, test was something that you did at the last minute because nobody wanted to do it. And, right, right. You, know, you hope that you had a different team doing the testing. And, you know, like every programmer, I think I believe that my first incarnation of any software was going to work the first time, even though, to my knowledge, none of them ever did. <laughs> right, right. I mean, it's true. And, and, and you know, it's, it's, a, it's a transformative. It, it's kind of a, a backwards thinking and for, for a lot of uh, folks, uh, you know, who, who are used to just getting the you know, function done and so on. So it's doing that test first. But what happens is it changes the, 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 the validity of the, 
um, delivery. And then you can carry around those tests with you in things like your DevOps pipelines and so on. So putting those tests first and basically having it based on the hypothesis of your business objective um, is a transformative way of operating. And, it, and it, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun to watch it work well as, as well. And it probably really throws people off because it's like when you're in a design thinking session, it's like, but wait, why don't we go right to the answer? Right. You know? And, and the thing about that, Steve, is that very often we think we know what the answer is. You know, I was working with a client last month in the travel and transportation industry, and they had come up with this great concept for what they wanted to do to handle a situation when a uh, flight gets canceled. And they thought they had a, a process to handle that and to make offers and contact their customers. And, and they came in with that, you know, saying, we're not really sure about design thinking. We don't know if we need this. Now, when we got to the table and really mapped out our personas, we got a deep understanding of who are these different customer types. What are they after? What are they thinking, doing, feeling? What are their pain points and some of our opportunities to do something different for them than the original conception that the customer came in with changed? And we came up with an even more innovative idea, which was quite feasible to test out and implement. So that's the cool thing. And I think this world of innovation really requires openness to, to come in and say, yep, I, I have an idea. Idea, but let us focus on understanding the desired outcome and be open to different approaches and experimenting with them. And in some ways, I think if you slow down, you're more likely to come up with something innovative and out of the box. If you just say, look, I already got the answer. It's like, well, why'd you come to me? Yes, exactly. And and one of the, the important things about the approach we take in the IBM Cloud Garage is around metrics. When we come up with an idea for what is the application we are going to build, what are the insights do we want out of our enterprise data and new data sources that we might mash up together to make better business decisions, we, then we say we are going to define an MVP, which comes from the term of lean startup, a minimum viable product is like that functionality that we can author in the shortest period of time that gives us the maximum opportunity to test out that idea, not all the fully fledged capabilities and features, but just that really critical core functionality. So then we can test what outcome did we expect to get for some customers, it might be something like a better, faster loan underwriting process with reduced risk parameters. So if we take those two things, speed and reduced risk in the underwriting factors, then we can actually test and measure against them with our end users when we produce that minimum viable product and take it out into the test market. So I'm going to give you guys an opportunity, one of the two of you, to kind of put a little commercial in here. But what kind of 
things briefly now, but what kind of things does the IBM Garage offer? Because we talked about cloud-enabled, cloud-native. We talked about, you know, Ian mentioned all the buzzwords and how we can company companies transform. Uh, Sri, both you and Tony talked about how we do it, you know, with the design thinking in the incremental, but what is it that if I just said, what can I get from the garage? Who wants to do the well, commercial? <laughs> Sri, I mean, I, you, you, you can have it. I, I, you know, I, I, I'll throw words out in a salad. I mean, it, the, 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 the speed of innovation and, and consensus building approach is, is some lines in that commercial. Yeah, and that's, I mean, and I mean, that's go ahead, Tony. Yeah, no, I, I was just going to say, I mean, it's, it's a, our, our commercial is that we bring you, I mean, even if you're um, not used to this kind of change, you see the, 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 the churn of the wheel of innovation spinning faster and faster, and it lets you get on that merry-go-round. And so, you know, what I, what I would say is that if you want to stay on top of your uh, swirling IT landscape, you know, come to the garage and we'll help give you legs to move faster, move in a way that actually aligns with your business and, and move in a way that builds consensus on your team. Because what you what you were what, what Sri was talking about and what Steve observed here as well is that, you know, you've got to have the stakeholders agreeing who are we building this for? Why are we doing this? What's our objective? And in the process we do in the garage, it's building the consensus so that once we agree on that, we can move on it really fast. And that's the power of it. So guys, moving outside of the commercial then, when this becomes into real life, do we have clients that, I don't know, let's let's not talk about specific clients, but give me examples of where we, we've seen this actually in action. So I, I would say, you know, for we have a number of customers who are not only on the IBM cloud, but also have really transformed their development and DevOps methodologies using this. Uh, I'll give a couple of examples. Number one is a major airline that came to us because they wanted to be more competitive. They wanted to re-architect uh, their legacy systems into microservices. And in so doing, the purpose of this was to be able to rapidly build a dynamic re-accommodation process on the IBM cloud. So we've taken this customer uh, through a transformation which has which has included several components. It's number one that microservices-based, highly resilient architecture uh, on the cloud across multiple zones as well as multiple data zones. That was one element of the transformation. They are running in production with extremely high client workload. The second is re-looking at how they align their business, their IT, and various sponsors using IBM design thinking. We have helped them establish the disciplines of product ownership uh, as well as design and grow those for better organizational alignment. And the third is a core transformation around DevOps, because when you need to move to the cloud and you need to scale up, you have to be able to go through all of your stages and push code quickly. So, you know, you said Steve, you said you invited us to do a commercial and you said it, it had to be short. Well, you know, it's difficult for me to be short. So <laughs> I, I do I do want to say, 
leave leave you with two ideas here. So the garage is really the cloud garage is a consultancy and it is focused on helping customers of all sizes, whether enterprises or startups, be able to innovate in a startup like fashion married with our deep expertise in delivering some of these mission critical enterprise applications. And we come into clients to help them transform, prove out ideas very rapidly, get insights from their data. And then we take all these architectures, best practices, tool chains, and code assets that we use to jumpstart engagements and make this available on our public website for everyone to see and get started with using the IBM Cloud Garage method. And we have four elements to our secret sauce. I'll call it the four Ps. Number one is the people. We have cross-discipline roles, including design thinking, product ownership, development, architects like Tony here. And we combine that with the skills of the client in order to co-create as part of the guided transformation and really help learn things like culture change, pair programming. We have physical places. That is the second P around the globe, which help us when we're looking at strategic re-architectures and new applications, which help to detach from the day-to-day -day demand so we can focus together with the client on the strategic work at hand, on the opportunities with their applications and data and analytics. The third is the practices, which is the cloud garage method and tool chains. And the fourth is our platform, which includes our IBM cloud, both private, public, multi-cloud manager, and IBM cloud private for data to help realize and climb that ladder to AI. So together, these are all the elements that we take our customers on a journey to help rapidly realize new applications, modernized applications, and insights from data science and analytics. Shrey, to be honest, I can't believe you've just done that. We're all going to need to find a new job. You just gave away our secret sauce in the four things. <laughs> she did them all off the top of her head. I know. See, you thought. I well, know. this is the thing. You thought you were coming for a podcast, but you got a recipe, and you could go to our Garage Method website now, right away. Go Google IBM Cloud Garage Method and go get that recipe for yourself. <laughs> so, Shrey, hey, that's, that's exactly... That's she exactly right. Exactly, Steve. She's exactly answered it. So, Shri, I was going to ask, you mentioned just go out there, get onto this side and have a look and see exactly what it is. So a quick Google search of the IBM Cloud Garage method will help? Absolutely, yes. And then you can go through, you can um, look at our each of the things that we talked about, like the why transform, what are some of the practices, how can you realize the practices with videos, tutorials, as well as sample architectures that one can go and download and experiment with 
benefits. And then also we have now digitally enabled ourselves so that you can schedule time with an expert to talk about what could you do and some of your ideas and how can you bring that into, uh, into work with us. Oh, the, dig the digital piece is pretty cool. That's quite new, right? Yes, it is, it is quite new and it manifests itself in a couple of different ways. Number one, you can, like I said, you can schedule time to talk with somebody like uh, Tony Fermenko here, you know, about a potential analytics uh, solution and how you can realize that very quickly. You can also uh, log on to the IBM cloud and also be able to find and digitally purchase some of our offerings now as well, which is a brand new recently released uh, capability and use your IBM cloud subscription credits to procure these garage services as well. So we're always, always experimenting with new things. Uh, Shree, first yeah. the secret, the secret sauce, and now you're giving away free access to Tony and the whole world be at right, the screen. Right, right. Hey, I, I didn't where's Tony? <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you, you hit it. I think really what we do give the, the, the ideas away for free, but sometimes, you know, folks need somebody to partner with. No, absolutely. And that's, you know, I know, I, I, I know, I, 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 and we do that, right? I mean, so what happens is people will explore and be intrigued with, you know, how we can help them turn the innovation crank faster. And, and, and really, you know, you asked about our clients. I mean, we see basically all of our clients have a common theme that they have a pressure that they have to address, that you have to move faster. They have something that is challenging them. And so they are exploring this stuff. And, and, and as Sri said, we can find it on our websites. But sometimes it's nice to have a partner. And we're a good trusted advisor in this way. We'll partner with you and help you meet those challenges. And guys, before we give away any more, um, I guess, secrets of IBM and before we all lose our job, I'm going to say thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Shri, for giving away all our secrets. Tony, for <laughs> keeping us all sane. Um, and guys, myself and Steve, as always, thanks a mil for joining in. See you next time on the IBM Cloud Podcast. All right, come and visit a cloud garage. You'll love it.